I have something to tell you. Yes, Doctor. I am become Barbie, destroyer of land. Pardon me, Rob. We're live. Oh, hey, we are live. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome back uh, to a very special episode of All That in a Glass of Water. Um, oh, baby, I'm your host, special. Trevor. That is I'm special. your other host, Barbenheimer. Whoa. I changed my name for this episode. I got That's it right. legally changed to Barbenheimer. Um, yep. I, I suggested that one of us take Barbie, the other take Oppenheimer, but uh, Lily said, no, I want both. I want both. I changed my last name to Oppenheimer also. <laughs> so I have three quarters Oppenheimer, a one quarter Barbie. Is that how you feel about these films too? No, it was, um, there was no funny last name in Barbie. So <laughs> I had to do Oppenheimer as the full last name. Yeah. Um... So if you haven't guessed, we both saw not together because we're in different <laughs> we're in different latitudes right now and longitudes yeah. probably. Um, I'm right above you. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we both saw uh, the Barbie and Oppenheimer today, but we we did feature. it slightly differently, right? Because mm-hmm. I saw Oppenheimer first and then Barbie. And you did the opposite, right? That's right. I did uh, the Barbie followed by Oppenheimer. Wow. So you're you have Oppenheimer. You're you know when you got on the call today, I thought you looked really depressed, uh, <laughs> and it, it makes sense. Let's uh, let's talk about Barbie first, since you we're already start talking with Barbie? about it. Sure, first, can we not? talk about the whole phenomenon? Oh because yeah, sure. The the Barbenheimer phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. Let's set the stage on Barbenheimer. If you haven't been keeping up, you know, Senator Diane Feinstein tweeted about <laughs> Barbenheimer, probably. It was a big thing. Pretty weird. It does seem like this is the first time two movies have ever come out on the same day in all of history. <laughs> in all of history. They yeah. they usually like to space it out pretty well, um, but they, they fucked up this time. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a big uh, scheduling mishap, um, and it turned out to be the most successful movie marketing campaign of all time. Yeah, completely accidental. Um, I watched a video saying that I guess Christopher Nolan used to work with what WB or who, whatever, whoever the distributor was. Um, mm-hmm. But then once they started doing more stuff streaming, he was like, "No, no, no, I don't want to do that," and he left. And they. Uh, decided to release the Barbie movie on the same day as the Oppenheimer movie just to get back at him. Ah. Um, but I guess that backfired. It did, because half of my theater in Oppenheimer was pink, and the other half were, like, <laughs> old people. Yeah, a lot of there, old like, people in Oppenheimer. It was a real war documentary. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of old people, in, uh, which is fine. They're... I guess they remember the bombing, so they, you know, they want to relive that part of their lives. Yeah, their they youth. wanted to go catch up with their old friend Oppen, Oppie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they call him that in the movie, right? Oppie. They do. Everybody like, call him, everybody's going around calling him Oppie. His wife and, like, other people. Yeah. Sometimes. Like the president. <laughs> President's over here calling him a pet name. Bizarre. Tr- Truman, Truman called him Oppie. He might have. I don't remember. 
It's nice to finally meet you, Oppie. <laughs> Mr. Truman. Uh, thank you, uh, sir. Uh, so, I hear that you're trying to stop this whole H-bomb thing from going on. Sir, with all due respect, humanity has a new enemy. Barbie. Barbie? Is that that little doll toy that my daughter likes to play with? You see, uh, Mr. President, I, Robert Oppenheimer, discovered Barbie came to the real world. What? And I intend to use our full nuclear arsenal to defeat this enemy. There's no time to develop a new bomb. We have to drop them now. Oppie, that is completely ridiculous. Uh, Barbie is a a fictional toy doll. And I just cannot believe that uh, she could come to the real world. That's just ridiculous. Mr. President, I'm, take, I'm taking charge. I'm, I'm initiating military rule, and I, as the ge- chief general of the United States military, thanks to my friend Matt Damon, will be taking over this office. You can leave. Um, oh, what the, what the hell? They're, they're, they're taking me out. Yep. Great work, what, boys. What the? Hey, take him, I'm, hey, take him to my penthouse. Let him stay gonna, in my bathroom. I'm going to get you back for this, Oppie. You fucking cry, it. baby. I'm We're bombing get you. every major metropolitan area. We know, we don't know where she's hiding. So let's talk about Barbie. Yeah, let's talk about Barbie. <laughs> let's talk about the hit film Barbie. Um, and it is a hit film. There were so many. Oppen- the Oppenheimer Theater was not packed, but the Barbie Theater was ba- was pretty much full. Mine was the opposite. It may be because I saw Barbie at 10.30 a.m. on a t- Tuesday. Uh, but that the IMAX Barbie. Theater, only like three hours later, was filled to the brim. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. It was weird. Um, I guess I also saw Oppenheimer sooner, earlier in the day. It wasn't like the evening yet. Mm-hmm. Um. But it was, yeah, anyways, Barbie was packed, a lot of pink in there. I was not wearing pink. I was wearing green. I felt really out of place. Um, Mm -hmm. I got out of this movie like an hour ago, maybe less than that. Definitely less than that. So this is still fresh in my head. But I got to say, I uh, liked it. Uh, what Um, what What were your thoughts on Barbie? You've had more time to mull on it. Um... I quite enjoyed Barbie. I had a good time. Very funny little film. Funny yeah. movie. I guess I yeah. haven't seen like a comedy in a while. The only comedies I've seen recently are like action movies that dabble in comedy, which almost always ends up just being worse than like a straight comedy or straight action. Mm. Uh, I forgot what it's like to like laugh a lot at a movie. <laughs> it was really funny. Good some good jokes in there also really wanted me to cry and it did succeed several times oh yeah um yeah which isn't like that impressive for me because i cried in the flash (laughs) 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 okay yeah that's um that's a fairly low bar it didn't make me cry uh i'll say um Maybe that's because I was still depressed from Oppenheimer, though. I, I don't know. Um, exactly. That's see, that's why I did my order. Um, yeah. 
and I didn't expect to be depressed after Barbie going into Oppenheimer, but that is the mood that Christopher Nolan uh, intended for you to <laughs> enter with. True. Um, I liked I, I liked that Barbie didn't go like it didn't delve into the exact mechanics of how the like Barbie land works. It was like left somewhat vague. Um, uh, you know, it has you could they say it has to do with like emotions and like how your how the toy is being played with, um, but they don't like there's no like like exact science to it, I guess. Which I think helps, um, one, I guess, not make it confusing. Then also, like, sort of build the message of the film, since it is, like, emotion-based, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, I agree. I like how everyone in the real world uh, is pretty down. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's weird, but it's, you know, that's a thing that could feasibly happen. It'd just be unlikely. Yeah. Um, Whereas I'd be like, what? Margot Robbie's rollerblading. That's awesome. <laughs> that would be my reaction if I saw Barbie out there uh, in the real world. I'd be like, wow, I never thought I'd see her in person. That's pretty cool. Um, so I like yeah. that the movie did that. <laughs> what if they did just have like extras, like, being like, is that Ryan Gosling? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I liked you in, uh, in uh, The Notebook, Ryan. That's him in the notebook, right? Uh, I don't think it was. What? Was Ryan Gosling in the notebook? Who was that in the notebook? You're yeah, thinking it of it. It is I what right. Ryan Gosling was in the notebook? I haven't seen it, if I'm honest. Yeah, neither um, have I. That's, I, was, <laughs> I was guessing and I was hoping. You haven't seen like La La Land? I've seen La La Land. I you guess I could have said La La Land. A guaranteed Ryan Gosling movie. <laughs> You took a chance. I took, and I respect that. <laughs> I took a shot and I I got it. I hit yeah. the target. So um, I think it's pretty uh messed up that they let Ryan Gosling totally totally steal the show in the first ever movie about women. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every scene, my main man Ryan's in. It, it, he takes the entire. He takes my breath away. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, really freaking funny, that guy. He is. He yeah. He was very fun. He's I. Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling are both very good actors. They're both. They're like they're good actors, and they're also like very conventionally attractive, which is why I think they were very good picks for this movie. What is her name? Greta. Uh, Gerwig. Yeah, Gerwig. Good job. Yeah. Good. Good movie. Good job picking the movie people. Yeah. Hey, you um, killed it. Uh, Greta Gerwig. I'm hey, sure. if you're listening, <laughs> we, we don't have to tell her that. She'll probably hear that next year at the Oscars. Yeah, I uh, I was pretty upset in the guitar scene because I saw a little too much of myself in that. Um, oh yeah, but I I do think it's important to embrace you know my gender fluidity in that way to be mm-hmm. able to like wear you know makeup and dresses and also be way too proud of like the the little bit of guitar playing ability that i have and happy to show that off to anyone who will listen for a second right what did you think about what kind of message did you think barbie was trying to send to the to the young women of america um 
Just be yourself. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah, don't... No. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, yeah. you don't have to be perfect. Like, um, I'll throw my dad under the bus. Because he had the stereotypical man response of being like, good movie. A little heavy-handed. <laughs> A little heavy-handed on the message there. Um, but, yeah it's a it's an inspiring flick i think is why i cried so much mm. um and it was like big about that which is cool i like that they committed to it of also like the comedy at the end didn't undermine the big message about mm. women being worn down by patriarchy that's pretty cool that mm. they went all out on that thank you greta thank you margo you've all inspired me yeah i'm gonna I'm going to learn to wear high heels now. I'm smashing my guitar. <laughs> and wearing and putting on high heels. Yeah, I'm doing what Greta asked. There you go. Um, I thought, what's, I can't, oh, I don't remember her name now for some reason. It's the SNL person. Um, Kate McKinnon? Yeah, she. I thought she was very well cast as the weird Barbie. That's true. Um, cause sometimes she's in movies and I'm like, uh, and she just like feels almost like the same to me, but I thought like I saw her as the weird Barbie and I was like, yeah, this is, this is the role that she was meant for. Cause she is like weird. That's like part of her thing. So. Yeah. No, she's weird as hell. I like Michael Sarah in this flick yeah uh he was a pretty funny little guy he was and i guess i guess all the barbies we saw in the movie were real at some point or another yeah yeah that's my understanding it was almost like the like the spider verse of uh people into dolls you know like yeah. if you're big into into dolls this will be like your end game <laughs> yeah yeah kind of exactly yeah. I think they should have put Timothy Chalamet in it. <laughs> you think? Who would Timothy Chalamet have played? The he should have been cast instead of Will Ferrell. Yeah, as the as the CEO. Yeah. Young man what if CEO. It was, what if it was like everyone in the on the board was played by Timothy Chalamet in like different suits? <laughs> um <laughs> Just put a little bit of like surrealism in there, right? You know. Um, <laughs> well, how could there be women on the board? We're all Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> it's like if the character is Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like yeah, that. Would have been cool. Timothy Seventeen. Don't you need to be shooting Dune right now? <laughs> He's like, of course. My bad. And he runs away. <laughs> yeah. And they bring a new one in to fill his place. Yeah. He he runs out and another one. <laughs> they unbox a different Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused. At the part at the point in the movie where they're about to put Barbie in the box, like what happens to her after that? I forgot about that. They yeah. I don't know. I guess they were just going to kind of put her there just to contain her. Yeah. And then she goes <laughs> down the room. She meets she meets God for real. For real, she does meet her god, her god, her creator, which is pretty cool. And uh, doesn't later in the movie, Will Ferrell's like, "Oh yeah, she has a ghost on the seventeenth floor." 
Like it yeah. just fo- like it just exists. Like I love that that they they have rooms with presumably more than one ghost because they yeah. like built her this little ghost box. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. Hmm. I hear they also have uh, Nixon in there. They keep Nixon he, down there in the and is what's his room like? It's it's a big Oval Office. He's still okay. in his mind. He's still president. Every day, like an intern has to bring him new documents about the war, because he thinks he's still commanding people. Yeah, it's really sad. That's that's the one right next to the Barbie creators' room. Oh, so it's a good thing Barbie didn't enter that one accidentally. That would have been a very different scene. Yeah, it's true. Uh, who the Who the hell are you? I'm tr- I'm trying to escape Timothy. Timothy number 16's after me, sir. Can you help me? I have to fight a war in Vietnam. I, I don't have time for this kind of baby child girl crap. Oh, Get no. out of here. Can I use... Can I sign something? Can I sign a war declaration? Don't touch anything. Uh, oh, I, oh, no, I slipped. Oh, gosh. Here I go signing. Uh-oh. No. Oh, what's that? War it's- against the South... Civil War Two. Oh no! What have I done? This is this is terrible. You've caused another rift in this country, Miss Barbie. Well, Whoopsie. you have to help me. Help me end this terrible, terrible war, Barbie. And then Barbie has to do the Gettysburg Address too. Yeah, that'd um, be pretty cool if they made that movie instead. Yeah. It's like Timothy Chalamet wants to keep Civil War II going, but right. Nixon and Barbie team up to stop it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, that's a Union Union soldier Barbie. Yeah. Speaking of Union, by the way, uh, is it unethical for us to record this? Why? Because I mean, Cause I'm not the, part uh, of the Writers Guild of America. Um, just on like a philosophical level, you know, because we're making this is like, this is like replacement for like all that great stuff that you know, the members of SAG-AFTRA and the the WGA are working on. Um, so we're basically crossing the picket line right now. Is that is what I'm saying? Is that the case? Hey, let's They're do gonna... a conversation, reading the full script of like a movie, and we also like act it, and I'm gonna bring a couple <laughs> cameras in. Okay. Now this could be interesting. Edit it and put it in a movie theater. But oh, it's okay. still an episode of our podcast. Right. But it's just like it's pre written and we're not ourselves at any point. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's Aaron Sorkin's new one about uh he's doing one about Dunkin' Donuts. Yes, the Dunkin' film. Is this is this where movies are going? It's all gonna be branded stuff now? Yeah. Are they going to have like a like a McDonald's, the McDonald's movie? Have you have you seen The Founder? It's a pretty I've seen good, The Founder. It's a it good McDonald's good. movie. Hey, they I killed don't think it. I don't think it supports McDonald's though. I think it's somewhat anti-McDonald's. No, but I do think I ate McDonald's after it cuz it made me think <laughs> <Yeah>. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not really um Yeah. 
I mean, like, fuck it. It's still going to exist without me, I guess. So, um, I took a class my freshman year about mm-hmm. the McDonaldization of society and how um, rational systems, this is a sociology class, um, rational systems become, like, irrational over time or something like that. Um and uh, yeah, that's why I watched the the founder because I was mm-hmm. taking that class and I was like, oh, I want to know why and how. Movie always makes me think about milkshakes. <laughs> true, true. They have real milkshakes again at McDonald's, right? They stopped doing the powder stuff. Oh, did they? I think what? I'm pretty sure there's like a there's a a thing at the end of the movie. It's just like a text where it's like eventually McDonald's started using regular milk again oh man <laughs> you wanted the you wanted the fake stuff because every time i drink a mcdonald's milkshake i'm like wow now this is peak human innovation <laughs> right this you see it as dr oppenheimer <laughs> fought for <laughs> that's progress <laughs> yeah and um, it's sad to see us go back like that yeah speaking of oppenheimer um what did you think of that m- movie um I have more thoughts on this movie. I think it's because I liked it a little bit less. Um, okay. But I had a good time in Oppenheimer. Yeah. What did you think about Rob Robbie O's big adventure? <laughs> Robbie O's. See, I think maybe I liked Oppenheimer a little bit more. I feel mm-hmm. like they're very they're very different movies. Um, but like Oppenheimer gave me chills. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. I couldn't like hear well, and maybe it was just the theater I was in at some points because I was I was in the PDX, which is like the IMAX of stone theaters. Um, oh, okay. I got there's a lot more communism in the movie, or at least talk of communism than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Certainly, um, Barbie only had like one name drop of communism. Pretty yeah. weak showing for the Communist Party in Barbie. <laughs> They came out full force in Oppenheimer, which they is came great out to full... see. Exactly. Um, I, I liked it. I didn't expect to see Albert Einstein either, but he was in there. I this guess... was the end game of like kind of lame history students, lame yeah. physics students. Of yeah, like, physicists. Oh, I, I know who Fermi is. Oh my god, they yeah. got him in this. They said they talked about um, Heisenberg. It was like, oh, I'm going to go meet Heisenberg. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, uh, Walter White is in this movie. What? No fucking way. I hope there's a cameo from Jesse. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the actor's name? Why can't I think of it right now? Of of which Brian Cranston. Uh, Brian Cranston, yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool if they got him for Heisenberg. That would be pretty funny. funny. He but... could like wink at the camera. That'd be fun. <laughs> Yeah, um, uh, there was a a mention of the Halifax explosion, which I yeah. talked about before on here. It was the biggest man-made explosion prior to the atomic bomb. Uh, happened two miles from my theater in my showing here, and Holy when they shit. said that, the audience like cheered. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's us. <laughs> that's us." Everyone was very excited about a Halifax mention up here uh, in Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia. What's the biggest ex- explosion 
period. I guess like the sun, but not counting <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Like Krakatoa, I guess. Huh. I don't know. I feel like a nuclear bomb probably still is it. Yeah. Like on Earth. Yeah. I bet. Like, I don't know, Zar Bomba or whatever the biggest H-bomb we have is now. I know. I've talked on this pod before about my deep nuclear anxiety. Uh, this is going to make it worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking the whole movie just about how much cancer they all have now. <laughs> Nobody knew. That's terrifying. Like when they yeah. were placing those plutonium bricks and stuff, I was like, oh, God. I imagined the uh, irradiated uh, neutrons just blasting right through my body. Horrible. Really awful. Yeah. I don't know how I felt about the switching back and forth between, like, the um, the past, I guess, and, like, the present with the – even though it's, it's still in the past, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, like, the live hearings of Oppenheimer – intercut with his story um but yeah i don't know <laughs> it's a different experience every movie because it is a live feed yeah. of hearings with his coffin <laughs> he, he they they exhumed him um family not happy about it but they no. did it anyways they were in my theater um, actually and they were fuming oh yeah they're yeah. mad they did laugh at a couple jokes though <laughs> <laughs> they still um, had a good time. That's that's nice. That's good for them. Yeah, I don't know because I mean it eventually like caught up to it and it was fine. I guess it kind of worked at some points. I I was confused and maybe I would understand on like a rewatch, but I was mm-hmm. confused by the decision to make like some parts of it black and white, and others in color. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get that fully. Um, especially because there were like three or four time periods that jump between and only one was black and white so yeah it kind of seems like all of the in color parts would be linear but they're not it still jumps around that was yeah. confusing yeah i'm with you i thought because at some parts when it was like the black and white turned to color i thought maybe it was like a perspective thing because sometimes it's like strauss's perspective mm-hmm. and i think maybe those were the parts that were black and white um, and then when it's Oppenheimer's perspective, they're they're in color. Thought maybe that was it, but I have to watch the movie again to see if that like tracks throughout. Yeah. Um. Ooh, oof, gotta watch that movie again, huh? This isn't yeah. gonna be one of the ones that I see twice very quickly, because mm-hmm. a three-hour movie is my rule where I get mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh boy, the last two movies I've seen with um, Robert Downey Jr. have been three hours. Mm. We're Endgame and now Oppenheimer. Yeah. So, both about large battles. Um, it's true. And, and, and sacrifices. Whether uh, moral or physical. Both got Thanos in it, surprisingly. <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> Both feature uh, a fight against Thanos, the Mad Titan, which was pretty cool to see Oppie right? do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, I liked when uh, Truman invited Oppenheimer in and uh, said that there was no way that Thanos uh, could have the atomic bomb. Yeah. And Oppie's like, Mr. President, you don't understand. The Power Stone, it (laughs) contains the power of a thousand atom bombs. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, the part that really gave me chills was uh like the uh the truman no what am i thinking it's a different scene that i was thinking you were gonna say not truman (laughs) i keep i have truman on the brain for some reason yeah i used to like truman kind of but now i i i have lost a lot of respect for that guy (laughs) this movie changed your opinion on truman it did a little bit (laughs) i don't know much about truman but um from, from no, what the, I know, he was an asshole to Bobby D. Robbie, Robbie O, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> he was a jerk to Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I fucking hate Truman. <laughs> Fuck him. I don't care if he got us through the end of that war. Um, no, yeah. the scene, of course, I'm talking about the scene between Oppenheimer and Einstein, which we of see course. towards the beginning of the movie, and then right. we finally see what happens at the end where he's like oh you know that that chain reaction we were worried might destroy the world and albert mm-hmm. einstein goes yeah and then oppenheimer goes i think we might have started it he doesn't he doesn't say it like that it's done a, a much more tastefully yeah uh but that but was, that like, was cool. oh shit yeah and then the whole theater blew up and it was yeah. like whoa they really did it didn't they <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Man, I can't believe, I mean, huge respect to Christopher Nolan um, for killing so many people in the theaters just to prove that point. Um, yeah. That's why we know, go see IMAX, to really live the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't have any eyebrows now. No. They're gone. Singed off. Um, I was gonna shave when I got home. Don't have to now. That's hey, thanks, Chris. Yeah, I do also have very bad burns that probably won't heal. Mm. But what what can you do? But think about the scars on Oppie's heart, uh, and then exactly. you don't feel so bad. Yeah. Can guy's, we? Mm-hmm. He's super dead, right? Oh yeah, dead is dead as a doornail. What a strange expression. That well. Can you think of anything less alive than a doornail? I don't know. Uh, uh, This computer, anything that isn't living. It's not like doornails. um, Like, there's definitely, if you look, if you put it under a microscope, there are some Mm -hmm. bacteria on that, on that doornail. That is a super clean doornail. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That has been, uh, well... If you use like an antibacterial wipe, that's still ninety nine point nine percent of germs. There's a little bit left on there. Yeah. You know. Well, there's a little bit of the soul left in Robbie O. <laughs> so it's like he's dead as a doornail. He's ninety nine point nine percent dead. True. There's a tiny True. bit left in him. I also yeah. feel like emotionally doornails are like a really dead thing. Like a computer feels kind of alive. True. Yeah. Uh, but I a doornail like. If I see that on the ground, there's no chance I'm thinking about life. What if it has a little bit of blood on it? That means it was used to kill someone. That's 
That's a good point. That is, that is what that means. Could mean nothing else, I guess. <laughs> Someone died because of that doornail. How long is the doornail? I don't think you're guaranteed death from a doornail wound. Uh, let's see. What are you, you going to look up? <laughs> no, you would you would die. I think you're you looked dead. up. Would you die from a doornail? <laughs> I just looked up doornail. And they seem pretty large. Like if you if someone like tapped that into your skull, you'd be dead. Or at least That's like you fair. wouldn't. You would like forget half the words you know. You know. Yeah. Like no, one of those two outcomes for sure. Can can we uh, can we talk about that one scene? Uh, Robbie O and uh don't know the character's name florence pugh's character um have a little bit of sex there's a little bit of sex in the in the film yes there's a little bit of sex that uh, in the film i'm that scene sticks out to me for two reasons one of which i will not get into the other one being um, <laughs> okay <laughs> that, that was so silly that little thing they did it was like it was written by a phd student who fell asleep and had a really lame wet dream um about like immediate pausing sex really abruptly and going uh-huh. and getting like a textbook and then hey sexually translate this and also just happening to randomly flip to his famous quote which implies yeah. he picked that one during the bombing because he remembered that time he had sex <laughs> yeah yeah that's true yeah um I would like to read the book on his life that this was based on and see if, like, there's any, like, backing for that or if Christopher Nolan was just, like, taking some liberties. Yeah, um, there's no way. I was yeah. reading. This is the first sex scene there's ever been in a Christopher Nolan movie. I don't think he's oh, had really? it. Um, huh. I think it had to mostly be the actors informing that one. And he wrote this in the script, and they did their best to make it, like, anything that could happen in real life. Yeah, um, but that he he does say destroy our worlds like as as he repenetrates, uh, which is <laughs> yeah. pretty funny that they went with that. I am become death destroyer of this pussy. <laughs> yeah, he said that. They made He's Cillian the Murphy say that on on camera. It was crazy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> so it's fucked up that he chose that quote. Cause he remembered that pussy, and he was like, "Why did the why did the bomb remind him of that? What about that experience related to, uh, or did he really connect in his brain to uh, what he very well could have thought was the full ignition of the atmosphere? Yeah, he didn't yeah. know yet if everyone on Earth was about to die. Yeah, and he was like, um, that was the best pussy I've ever had." <laughs> Now I was told I was told by my brother before uh-huh. going to the movie that that sex scene was going to be 15 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I was told, and I was so disappointed when it ended. Oh. And I was like, "What the fuck? That was not that was not nearly that long." That'd be wild if this was a three hour and fifteen minute movie because they had to put fifteen extra minutes of For the that. Because he translates more of the book while they have sex. Yeah, he's really like a full passage. Yeah, um, I liked. Well, I I got confused when he was in the, um, 
for like a second I got confused when he was in the hearing and like it panned <laughs> past the guy and he was completely naked yeah. and then she was like riding him. Yeah. And then like, and then I understood. <laughs> It's like it's weird that they made him strip down like that. I understand they're kind of stripping him of his like uh, reputation, but I yeah. didn't know they were going to strip him of his clothes too. Right. And how'd she get in here? <laughs> yeah, this she is died. a closed hearing. Um, <laughs> um, movies treatment of women pretty fucking bad. Don't yeah. want to don't want to make too much light of that, even though it was a funny as hell scene. Uh, Chris, do better, man. Because you yeah. can't have that be the longest scene this woman's in, and the other two mm. are about how she's killing herself because old old Robbie O, uh, the only man or human she's ever spoken to, doesn't like her anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, could could do better on that front. Yeah, definitely could have been better characterized. Because what we she was a communist. She liked Robert Op- Ro- Oppenheimer, and that's that's all we know about her, I guess. Those are the two things. Um, she has nice breasts. <laughs> we know that now. Um, yeah, she uh, doesn't like flowers. From the aforementioned Robert Oppenheimer, so that's not really a new thing, is it? Yeah. Um, yep, about it. That's all. And all we know about the other woman is uh, she is a wife to a couple different men. Um, yeah. And alcoholism. Because of also because of the aforementioned Robert. Yes. Um, it can get pregnant, I guess. I don't know. She's capable of pregnancy. Put that, they're making like, Chris is trying to defend his movie. And he's like, she's a well-rounded character. Did you see her get pregnant twice? <laughs> Uh, yes, Chris, but that's not, um, you know, that's not really a defining character trait. That's just like a, like a biological like function. I don't just something that happens. I feel like you don't understand. She and Robert Oppenheimer, yes. a man, had sex yes. a minimum of two times. So you know at least two events that happened in her life. Three right, even both of- because one time she ha- had a drink. On camera, what more do you yes. want from me? Um, I don't know. Like you mentioned, she's a biologist one time, and yeah. then that—that that is uh, yeah, never brought up again. Well, what's she supposed right. to say about it? What's that have to do with child child rearing or kissing Robert Oppenheimer? Well, maybe she has like a particular interest, like a particular animal, or um, you know, like a particular sub section of animals that she's interested in um it's uh that'd be humans because that is what robert oppenheimer is right yeah no that's that's great chris um thank you and uh hey i got a whole bunch of these to do (laughs) (laughs) what what else you got (laughs) um so florence Pugh. yeah who she has florence Pugh. Is she like a fan? No, she's an actor in your movie that you've that you made. Which movie? Oppenheimer, the one that that just came out that is uh Oppenheimer. It's doing really well. Who yeah, Oppenheimer. She, who does she play? You she sure plays she's a, in this movie? 
I'm pretty. I'm positive. I saw it. Um, okay. Actually, a lot of her is in the movie. Um, she has sex. With oh, the, sex yeah. girl. We just called her sex girl on set. Okay. Well, that seems uh, diminutive and uh, a little bit, a little bit sexist, maybe. Um, told, they told me it wasn't. My legal team, all men. They told me it was chill. So right. I'm, I'm clear. I don't know what your problem is. But what about well, a sex girl? I was just wondering why, like, in terms of her characterization, she would stop having sex and pick up just a random book in the middle of it. What was what was she thinking in that moment? Thinking. Like that thing Robert Oppenheimer does a lot? Yeah. No, he, yeah. The thing he does that everyone does. Um, what um, was she thinking? I think kind of the idea for her character was she doesn't really have that. She doesn't have that. <laughs> yeah, she just... <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have that actually. So good. Next question. She doesn't have that. <laughs> um wow. Um uh, thank you Chris for coming onto the pod today. <laughs> yeah. We love uh, to have you. <laughs> I um I think I'm going to see Oppenheimer again eventually. I'll probably see Barbie again too. Yeah. Um, Will you do the double feature again? Maybe. Maybe if I do it the other way, it might be interesting. That'd be um, fun. See what it's like. Yeah. In the reverse direction. Yeah. I am glad I ended with Barbie, though, because it was a little bit more, you know, I don't know, uh, uplifting, fun. Um, it was nice to see. I went with a few friends. It was nice to see it with them packed theater actually okay let's talk about because i don't know how the theater experience has been for you recently you see more movies in theaters than me mm. but like nowadays everyone everyone's on their goddamn phones everyone's yeah. talking yes yeah. it has to say something the um, person behind me and barbie honestly not even a complaint she was just very good at vocalizing her emotions uh ryan gosling said something like bad the movie knows it's bad and she was like oh no (laughs) she was was like hell yeah when barbie said something cool i was like you know what she she knows what she's thinking at all times and that's awesome and that's good she's commenting on the film but like sometimes people will comment to each other about things completely unrelated to the film yeah um not good and that's that's annoying there's a group of people behind us uh, wouldn't stop chattering the whole movie. They were like scrolling Instagram and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What the hell? Why'd you pay seven fifty to come into this theater and watch this movie if you're just gonna be doing that the whole time?" Right. Which one? Which movie was this? This was the Barbie movie. Okay. What uh? What gender were these people? If if you had to guess, because if they were they... men, they better sit their asses <laughs> down and listen. They were. They were women. Okay, um, so they get up. What are you, what are you complaining about? <laughs> right, you're right. You know, what, they can do right. whatever they want in the Barbie movie. You're right. I That's the rule. I should sit my ass down. You should have thanked them for letting you sit there. You're right. I'm so sorry. I'm so so sorry. <laughs> well, you know, I was trying to learn the the feminist message, and I yeah. And now I'm um 
a raging sexist because of because they wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what? Those, That's fair. Those uh, girls wouldn't <laughs> shut the fuck up. Now, can you play weird. a Matchbox Twenty song? A what? That's what the. Uh, I'm gonna push you around. Well, I will. Sorry, it's been stuck in my head all day because of Barbie. Oh, yeah. Barbie yeah. ruined my life. I had to go learn Unwell by Matchbox 20 on the guitar <laughs> after I got home. Um, oh, that's the song they're, they, yeah. yeah. No, was, Unwell's a different one, but I just like it more. So I was like, oh, I'll I put see. my own little spin on it, you know? I see. But yeah, I don't know. It's just a little annoying when I see people checking their texts and I yeah. can't take my eyes off that um, while Oppenheimer is uh, trying to explain quantum theory to people, you know? Right. It's because they, uh, they don't do the thing where they have a character from the movie show up first and tell you to put your phone away. Mm. So I really need Oppenheimer to come out and be like, uh, hello, you're here <laughs> to see the most important human invention in the history of the world. Um, the cell phones will interact with the nuclear bomb I built me, Robert Oppenheimer, and set it off early. So make sure you put those away. Thanks for watching my movie. And I am become death destroyer of worlds. Yeah, that would have been helpful. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, they used to have, they used to say that before the movie started, even if it was just, like, a generic thing. But I don't see them do that anymore. Like they just they just don't have that. Yeah, they just don't do it. Now they do like thanks for coming to the theater. Yeah, seeing movies on the big screen the way God intended. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm already here. You don't yeah, gotta advertise yeah. that to me anymore. Exactly. You got me. I think movie theaters have thirty years left, and then they're gone for good. Yeah, that's my guess. I like a good theater, though. I am. I think you're probably right, but I am going to be bummed when that happens. Well, it'll be sad, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, if I have to deal with that shit while I'm in the movies, like, I'd rather just watch a movie at my house where I know that I'm not going to check my phone. Or if I do, I'm going to pause the movie and then check my phone and then go back to the movie. There was this... I, I, I wasn't sure whether to bring this up or not, but there was one at the, at the end of Oppenheimer... Mm-hmm. Uh, there was uh, a woman uh, and some man who were yelling at some other guy because I guess he told her to like put her phone away, but she was checking her blood pressure on it. Oh, um, which I don't know. Like, yeah, fair. Don't like die. You know, that's that's good. <laughs> you you didn't die during the movie. That probably they probably would have stopped it, and I would have had to see it a different time. Yeah. Um. Can we but keep also, this like, <laughs> <laughs> the paramedics are in there they're doing CPR, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, they really have to fucking do this here now. The paramedics can get a free ticket to the movie. Like they yeah. want to watch this too. Hit play. <laughs> um, no, but like I don't know. I like they were getting like so angry, and the guy was the guy who said the thing was like being apologetic about it. Um. But I think it's very—it's a very reasonable thing to ask someone to like not use their phone while in the middle of a film, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't know. Yeah, 
bit uh, of a moral yes. quandary. Not much of a moral quandary because she needs to check her blood pressure. Um, but it's I don't true. think she should have gotten a, so mad about it. That's fair. Just an awkward situation. I think yeah. I would never be bold enough to say something to somebody, mm-hmm. which I think was the first mistake there. Um, you just got to live with the annoying people. Yeah. Is my stance. Route of appeasement, much like the Allied powers at the beginning of World War II, to the dismay of Robbie O. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking people were, like, there were, like, alarms going off in the film, too. (laughs) It's like, you didn't turn off your alarms before this? Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's just so annoying, but whatever. We've talked about Barbenheimer this whole time. It's the Barbenheimer special. It is. Uh, um, we should quickly review some water because we've been going for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you um, have... I have some water see. that I put some plutonium in. Do you have anything else we could drink? <laughs> I have I have an old melted Wendy's thing that used to have Fanta in it, but now it's melted ice. Yeah, let's do that one. All right. <laughs> Wow. Sounds just like um, the Coca-Cola commercial that aired before both my movies. Yeah. What was your theater like company? Uh, I was at Cinemark Theaters. Mm. I think it's a Canadian brand. Okay. It says a little bit. I can taste the Fanta just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's like hint of orange. Otherwise, good water. They must be using solid ice cubes over there at Wendy's. I would give this a 3.5 out of 5 thirsty points. Um, yeah. If you're ever at Wendy's, ask ask for a cup of ice and then wait. <laughs> yeah. Ask it. They hand it to you and you say, I'll take it liquid. <laughs> and they say, oh, you want a cup of water? And you say, no, you, you hold on to that. <laughs> And then the, if they try to set it down, you say, nope, keep that in your hand. And yep. they hold it until the body heat from their hand melts all the ice, and then they can hand it to you. And, and this is in the drive-thru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. There's there's a whole row of cars behind you. It's yeah. wrapped around. Going back onto the highway. Yeah. Like, because um, this person has cold hands. They're anemic. <laughs> So it's not. Yeah, so it takes a while. Fast. Um, and that's the water but, you drank today. <laughs> yeah, that is that is. But then you you pay for the meal for the person behind you, and you get a pay it back chain going. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're doing the same thing. Yeah. And Wendy's is closed by the time theirs is done. But the employees have to stay because they got to get all the orders out that um already taken. So, uh, but you know, they're making, they're making okay money. They're making 13, 14 an hour. Yeah. So. Well, the, the, the writer strike made Wendy stop paying their employees. Oh no, they were, (laughs) um, well, that's awful. They said, uh, for every day the strike continues, we're going to stop paying a fast food employee. (laughs) It's not even like I don't know how they got that deal with Wendy's, the folks over there at like Disney, but it's pretty fucked up what they're doing. <laughs> I don't even think that's legal. Um, 
Yeah. Got to be some sort of OSHA violation there. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my Ow. God. Lily, are you a ghost? What's wrong? Yes, I'm a ghost. I died because my knowledge weighed down my brain too damn much for too damn long. Oh, my God. Let's see if we can resurrect you uh, with a question, maybe. (gasps) Um, I'm back. My body's returned. Let's uh, let's read that question so you don't die again and return to the realm of the dead. That's a good idea. That place sucks. We got another question from uh, the Reddit advice column. R slash advice, they call it. God, I love Reddit. Uh, This one. (laughs) Yeah. God, I love it so much. (laughs) Okay. That's cool. (laughs) Um, That's pretty. That's funny. That's that's awesome. Um, Did Jesus kill anyone? (laughs) <laughs> I'm a Christian And the other day I was hanging out with my friends And we were talking about when the rapture would happen None of my friends are religious uh, And my friends thought it was stupid and stuff And one of my friends said in the Bible It says thou shalt not kill uh, But Jesus killed people in the Bible And now I'm confused I've never heard of him killing anybody And I can't find anywhere in the Bible That says so neither Can anyone tell me if they know um, so our question can, is, did Jesus kill anyone? Just from the, I, what was the last part? The neither part? Um, I, I can't, can't find anywhere in the Bible that says so, neither. <laughs> that sounds very Southern to me. Um, I think this person is from the Deep South. Perhaps. Which is fine. Um, but I don't, I don't think Jesus killed anyone. In the Bible, I think that'd be pretty off message uh, mm. if he did. Wouldn't be a smart PR move, certainly. Um, no. And that was but, really his whole thing. He was yeah. more like a marketer for his dad than anything. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if he did kill anyone, he resurrected Lazarus and himself. So he's still like one up, you know? Right, um, if he only killed one person. Yeah. But we don't know how many Jesus, how many people Jesus potentially uh, did kill. Because we, mean, like, in my education of the Bible, I kind of got his birth. And then, like, a couple weeks before he died. <laughs> and right. then everything in the middle there is pretty uh, blurry for me personally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. for all I know, he went on a spree at some point in there. Um, and then God was like, hey, hey, son, stop. You got to stop. Yeah. This is not okay. I said a while ago that you can't do this. Um, maybe there's maybe there's just some nepotism there. And God was maybe okay with Jesus killing people. Yeah. That's possible. He's like, God's like a little disappointed. He's like, Jesus... We talked about not killing people. It's like, Dad, I'll make some fucking fish later. I'll duplicate the fish later. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so more people will live. Um, yeah. I, I don't think Jesus killed anyone, though. I don't remember hearing about that ever. Um, also, the rapture is such a weird idea. It's crazy. Um. Because it's it's not in the Bible. It doesn't say that, at least not explicitly. Oh, um, they came up with that? 
Yeah, there's some crazy stuff in uh, uh, what's the last book of it called? Uh, Deathly Hollows. <laughs> yeah, in the Deathly Hollows, they got some crazy stuff going on. Revelation. They got some crazy stuff in Revelation about like a big war between God and something and what whatever. Right. Um, but it never says that like all the believers will be disappeared mm. and all those I th- I guess maybe there's I don't know I don't fucking know I'm not a biblical scholar whatever just a yeah. weird idea in general that a bunch of people would disappear all of a sudden um, if they're good and kind of heart or whatever the fuck it is and if um, all the I was thinking this when I saw a sign about like the rapture is coming do you have your ticket booked it was like a picture of a plane <laughs> And it was like the rapture is scheduled soon. Better, better check what seat you're in, <laughs> or something. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, if you're excited for the rapture, you're definitely not getting raptured, right? Because it's all about like, we're all gonna go up there, and you're all gonna be down here getting eaten by frogs or whatever the plan is. Yeah. Uh, and if you're really hyped for that, I don't think that's one of the qualities that gets you lets you go up there. Right. So surely um, everyone who deserves to be raptured should be fighting for it not to happen. Right. They should be anti-rapture. Yeah. And like help people out on Earth, um, just in case, like you don't disappear or none of us disappear, um, or it's all fake. You know. Yeah. Just in case that happens. Well, today's the day. Is it Pa? Are we going to the big hole in the sky? We're all going up to the big hole in the sky. Yay! Uh, God's going to reach down his hand and pluck us out uh, individually. And then we're going to live the rest of eternity uh, by his side, eating the holy fruit. But, but Daddy? Yes? You know how all my classmates are going to get stung by scorpions and whatnot? Oh, yes, your dirty, dirty classmates all having sex and doing drugs and all that kind of thing. You're going to have yeah. to... St- yeah. What about those fuckers? I, I, I feel a little bad about them. You feel bad? I, f- I feel a little bit upset that they're all going to be having to swim in the in the poison pit, you, like you said, to swim in the poison pit for 100 meter well. yards. Kid, don't feel bad. That's uh, that's what they deserve. You know, they but deserve. They're my friends, to... and they have cool, good sex. I don't care how good their sex is. Okay, they're not wed. They're not going up there. Now, me and your mother, uh, before she joined that cult organization, uh, we had married sex. It was it was okay in the eyes of the Lord, and that's why. Me and you, we get to go up there and join him. Pa, what about all those people Jesus killed? Should Jesus, he, will he get raptured? Jesus killing people? Now, where did you, where did you hear some blasphemy like that? My teacher told me Jesus killed people. She's also a member of the Communist Party. Oh my God, a fucking. Tommy, holy shit, thank God you're getting raptured today. I wouldn't leave you in that class today? for one more goddamn second. The rapture's yeah. happening for sure today, Pa. 
for sure today. That's right. How do you know that? Uh, well, I heard it through the uh, through these emails I get from God. He's been sending me messages, uh, and he told me, me specifically, that it was today. Pa. Now, do you, do you have your things packed? That's the spam mailing list that my classmate made. What? He's been emailing people pretending to be God. What? Yeah, Pa. Are you are you serious? I'm serious. Holy did you send God money fuck. again? Oh my God, I did. Oh, sorry, God, I didn't mean that. I'm just I'm, <laughs> I'm in such distress. Uh, you know, I I already I already slaughtered all the all the cattle and. I sold the house. It's it's gone, and oh, oh no, this is not good. Well, I guess it's the scorpions for us. I guess so. Love you, Dad. I think I might kill myself. <laughs> Maybe that was that was a little too far. But, but no, um, no, that's perfect. That's a good button right there. Yeah. Every scene um, should end with I think I might kill myself. <laughs> uh, gosh, everybody. Uh, I'm so glad you came to listen to our episode about Barbenheimer. Um It was a lot of Whoa. Drop my mic. Fuck. It was a lot of fun. Um we're gonna release this episode along uh, with two full recordings of uh, Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie, in case mm-hmm. you haven't seen it. Um, it's not copyright we, infringement because we dubbed it over in Pig Latin. That's right. Um, so if you speak Pig Latin, stick around, yep. um, and you'll have, by God, just a, a fantastic time um, with our Pig Latin interpretation of these films. But where can they, if they if they want advice on the rapture or, or you know, use of the atomic bomb um, mm. or your self-image, where, where can they where can they send that to? Yeah. Um, gosh, I just got a lot on my plate today. <laughs> well, I, so, I can tell them if, if you see <laughs> yeah. No, it's OK. It's OK. Uh, it's just, you know, society expects a lot of me. Oh um, well, that's. I mean, I can take. I can take it this time if you want. I just. I wanted you. To, whatever. Let's throw one more thing on the pile. What's one more yeah, responsibility? No. Uh, if you guys even care, if you even care about me or or Trevor or anybody, you can email us at all that a glass of water at gmail dot com or swipe up on Spotify and use the little advice section there to ask us a question. But like, you don't have to. Don't feel you don't pressure have to. or anything. But it would it would you would be just as bad um, as if you had used an atomic weapon. Worse, equally bad. Worse, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Worse probably. Even. Yeah. I don't want to sugarcoat things. You're worse than Oppenheimer. You're worse than uh, Truman. Yeah. Uh, join us next week, uh, where me and Lily will uh, send each other uh, our glasses through the mail, and wear each other's prescriptions. But uh, until uh, until then, I've been your host, Trevor. What's up? I've been your other host, Lily. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Sleep tight. Barbie. I, okay. Barbie movie.
Um, <laughs> the movie, um, the movie Barbie. The mo- the film Barbie. 